One. We're on. Can I get a... We on. We on. Hey we on and popping. Y'all missed us. Yeah. We I missed y'all. Yep, we missed y'all too. Y'all sound dirty. Yeah, yeah, we missed y'all. We, missed y'all. <laughs> we gotta get uh, the podcast voice back together. You know what I'm talking about? They got us uh, quarantine shut in. Right. You know what I'm talking about? We gotta get back in the front of the Man, this quarantine mess has been. Oh my gosh. Did you hear Oh. Okay. So we in parentheses. Make sure y'all, man, pump all that. What y'all doing out there? <laughs> Welcome back to another show with y'all already know what y'all favorite podcast is SWP. WP. I am your girl, Tonka. And I am your host, Kiana. And I am <laughs> Tasha. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, y'all? The voice behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. All right, well, y'all already know we got some chat about today. We did a um a topic on fatherhood. Uh more towards the beginning of the, the podcast when we started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did it with Eddie, so we thought it was fair. Only fair. I'm just saying. <laughs> get a woman's side. So we're doing motherhood today. So, um, my bad. <laughs> we all yeah. over the place because, you know, we're just coming back on the podcast. Right. So just give us a minute to get everything together, get it together, get it together. Yeah, my bad because I went, yeah. Motherhood is the <laughs> <laughs> motherhood is the title episode. I think this number nine in our season two, mm-hmm. and we're gonna jump into this discussion. Absolutely. Why did I we mean, choose this topic? I guess you just said because we already did the other one, did right. the other one with Eddie. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to come from a woman's point of view as far as what motherhood means, and you know different things that we can discuss with regards to motherhood. Yes, yes, exactly. The, the mother's, um, I guess, how vital a mother's position is when it comes to parenting or raising a child. Um, I, I don't, I don't, well, because, you know, most of the time we do start off with a definition so that way you guys can understand exactly what the term means. Um, I didn't think I was going to find a definition for actually motherhood, but I did. Oh, that's good. Um, I thought I was going to have to look for some of my parents or something like that. But it says the state or experience of having or raising a child. Right, right. Uh, example adopting and raising a child or giving anybody that's raising a child child is considered a mother. um, Titles fall underneath that umbrella parental, right? Parental, yeah, you know, parenting, parenting, all of the stuff, yeah, Yeah. mothering. Well, let me ask you this how old were you when you had your first child? And we'll go down the line. And um, I wanted to also ask, how did you know what I'm saying at that age, how did it affect you? Um, well, I was, I got pregnant when I was 17, and I gave birth to him at 18. Okay. But yeah, you got it. Okay. That was, that was it? Yeah. Oh, you said, and how did I win? How did it affect you? You know, becoming a mother, like, how did it oh, affect gosh. you at that age? I mean, well, clearly, I'm still a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And we were active kids. It wasn't like we were some kids who only went to school and came home, did your homework, chores, and not went outside for a brief moment. But no, we were, uh, well, for me, I had a lot more freedom as a kid than 
um, I'll say Kiana. I won't say everybody who I was around, but definitely more than what Kiana did. And no, wasn't really in my mom's vocabulary. So we we had a lot of leeway, but I didn't do as much as I thought I would would be doing it. Probably because I I don't know. Maybe I just didn't have a desire to do it. But with that being said, um, it definitely slowed me down. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't be on the go like I wanted to. Um, the dad was gone. You know, he had went to prison. So um, I kind of went through the whole pregnancy by myself and birthing. You know, I didn't go through the birthing by myself. I had my mother and my, you know, my siblings there. But for the most part, yeah, it was, it was pretty tough. Yeah, Maybe we can get more into depth, but yes, it was, it was a trying process for me. Okay. And for me, I was uh, 24, mm -hmm. and I had yeah my first child at 24. I got pregnant at 24, and I had it at 24. Um, and I guess it affected me because I really wasn't, even though I was 24, I still wasn't done. You know. Um, exploring and doing what I wanted to do without having any kids. I wasn't finished. You know, I was still incomplete in that area. So it kind of affected me um, where I was. I was happy and sad. I was both. I was happy, you know, that um, I was getting ready to, you know, of course, have a child. But I was sad at the fact that, you know, it's going to cut off a lot of things. You know, I got to stop doing a lot of things and now no, be responsible <laughs> right and be responsible for another individual and I wasn't mentally I wasn't ready for that I wasn't ready to be responsible for another individual because I was still trying to you know be responsible yeah. for self you yeah. know so yeah. yeah that's how it affect me yeah. <laughs> in touch not me <laughs> I was married mm -hmm. Ooh. because uh, I got married already. oh and I was single too y'all <laughs> I too we were married. I got married when I was 18. Ooh. I married my high school sweetheart. That's what's up. Everybody don't do that, but <laughs> that's what's up. And I think I was 21. We were we were looking forward to it. Starting yeah. family. Oh, okay. Was, was it planned? Like, did you plan that? Did you go in planning at that age? Or no? Well, you think when you get married, you will have a baby, but it was it was not easy for me. I had. Couple of miscarriages. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But God blessed us with Sarah Mauer. Mm -hmm. My first yeah. four. <laughs> it was a blessing. We were looking forward to it. It was yeah. a wonderful thing. I couldn't wait to be a mom. Oh, yeah. I couldn't wait to teach you her. You seem like that too. I couldn't wait you to do. teach her and show her and explore and learn. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, you seem like that type of person that be ready. I love that. So I before we get into depth, I wanted to. We forgot to say hello to the guys. Oh, hey y'all! Hey y'all, all viewers! Right. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Already know we want y'all to tap on y'all keyboard right. and comment so we can keep the Please. conversation going. Yes. We want to know your experience, also your thoughts on this conversation, because y'all just know that's what we do. It's more than three women in the world. So, yeah. And right. we know it's some dudes out there who are very opinionated. And we're right. on that too. Yeah. We're on all of that. All of that. Mm -hmm. We're a part. All right. So I was going to talk about what are some like some key factors that goes into being a
<laughs> it's a lot of key it's factors. A lot of key patience, yeah, yeah definitely. Patience yes. of structures, willing to learn, yes. let them learn. learn mm-hmm. Right. You know, because they may have some books out here on parenting, but come on, man. We all know better. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it can probably try to prepare, keyword try, try to prepare you mentally and um, I guess try to structure you a little bit when it mm-hmm. comes to certain mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that you are most likely going to expect when you're parenting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but experiences is a, is a different, right, right. <laughs> and I was blessed also with, with the children. So mm-hmm. my kids were sick. Like a lot of kids, yeah. it's hard mm-hmm. when the baby gets sick. Mm-hmm. If he has colic or some gas or something, so your kids were never sick. So you all your kids was healthy and a one. Some already had a little gas because we were nursing because I mostly nurse all my kids. Yeah, so mostly they were good. Nurse all your kids. Well, Which one of them got skipped? Right, they got cut <laughs> off because she was too greedy. <laughs> But for the most part, I did nurse them and the kids were healthy. But when you're parenting, and especially a single parent, and not knowing what to expect, your baby is, something is wrong with your baby, you're trying to figure it out, it could be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Those are, could be lows. You get women who can't take that, court can't, can't handle that. Yeah. You know, they depressed. Mm-hmm. They agree. irritable and the baby yeah. irritable. It could be, all those things can happen. Yeah. That's just another side of it. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And you mentioned key factors. Right. Yeah. No key factors. Um, I think we pretty much mentioned all the key factors, but I did have, you know, one uh, a question that I did want to throw out there um, because all of those, of course, key factors are important um, as far as with motherhood. But I wanted to know, like, what are some of the um, things you struggle with as being a mother? Struggle? Oh, yeah. Probably. Hmm? Coddling and um, coddling is um, um, because I think no matter how you may try to prevent uh, um, desiring or expect or expecting your kids to go Mm -hmm. down a certain road or be a certain child, um. You find yourself trying to yeah, be the narrative of their path, like trying to show them which way you would want them to go versus the way in which. I think that, that I definitely think? had a, 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 I had an expectation or, or at least um, a desire that or or uh, or some type of uh, I don't know dream or whatever that I as far as what I expected from my kids. So you know you try to discipline yourself and structure yourself. So that your kid can get there because we believe that we can do certain things to, to lead them in a certain direction yeah. and they just gonna yeah. go that direction. Absolutely. And um, you know, I got a monkey wrench in, in my path of parenting. And when I realized that, you know, they're not gonna go that way just because you want them to go that way, or even if you push them that way or change right. your life for them to go that way, mm-hmm. I struggled with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's a it's a fear that you have. You well, want your kids to succeed. Right. You don't want your kids to go and be placed in harm's way. So you kind of make decisions based upon that. Like, no, I'm not going to let you drive a car. No, I'm not going to let you go mm-hmm. get this. No, I'm not going to let you go that. No, you can't do this. No, right. you can only do this. So you want to set these perimeters. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So you call them, not knowing that you for your own self know that experience is the best teacher. You 
people, you mainly learn through your, your experience. Of course. But you know, we don't want to do that. No, you know what I'm no. saying? And then all of a sudden, we don't want to hold ourselves accountable. No, I'm not going to give you the keys or let you drive because your license is suspended. So I won't do it, but yet somebody else may be yeah. more trusting yeah. of my kid because they see a different side of my kid. So I would say, coddle it. Okay. That's that's very good. And just to piggyback off of that, I did have um as far as my for me, it was mm-hmm. to let go. Yeah. You know, what's a struggle for me as a mother is to let go. Mm-hmm. And um it's pretty much kind of the same with cousin. I, I I don't want to let go to allow my kids to explore, to experience, mm-hmm. to figure it out somewhat on their own without me, you know, being there trying to guide them and lead them. So it's a struggle for me. It's it's very difficult for me to let go. Like I I be like, <laughs> I'm on them like all the time. Like I I don't want you going over there. I don't want you going there. I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do, you know. And I have to realize that how you know me being when I was young, <laughs> how you know um I was kind of put in that same category where I wasn't able to go as much and as freely and how it felt for me. So I had to remind myself of that and I have to now, you know, adjust accordingly. You know, um, I do, I do still think it's important, you know, of course, if you think danger is up the road to tell your child, I don't think you should go there because I done seen this, this and that. Um, but at the same time, you have to kind of let them learn their way, you know, I mean, we can't prevent it anyway. It's, it's, it's inevitable. They got to learn. They're going to do some things that we even don't want them to do. But before we get into that, because I think we can definitely tap on that. All three of us probably wanted Tasha to make sure that she answers. Right. Or what was the question? The struggle. The, yeah, str- the struggle. The struggle is and the, I would say the struggle for me, again, to even now with my kids being grown, it's yeah. letting go. Yeah. It's the letting go. Yeah. And, we, I, and I've done that. I've tried to live a certain way, so I would think that they would do the same thing that I did. Some of them did, some of them did it. <laughs> so I lived the other one, try to go with experimental because I, I had experimented it too. Mm-hmm. But let, the struggle would be for letting go. Like even right now when my son DeMarcus is in the Navy. Yeah. Go Navy. <laughs> right. Um, when it came out that the ship was, uh, had, um, uh, sailors on there mm-hmm. that had the virus, I panic. A panic. Yeah. You know how your baby's sick and you can get to yeah. him. I can't get yeah. to yeah. Guam <laughs> where he is. Yeah. You know, you you have to let go. Yeah. You have to trust that they gonna take care of my baby because they say they would. Yeah. Even with my son Darius with his baby, I call them all the time. Yeah. Hi Aubrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have, have to let my son I have to yeah. But my hands is tight. It's still letting go. That's a struggle yeah. for me to let go. Samara, beautiful, sweet. I think I, I get. I think that's just um, as mothers, you know, it's 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 nature. It's in your nature to like want to hold on. You want to be protected. I don't, I don't have no, to let go. I just think that we have to because we're mothering. Where we have many hats that we wear. Yeah, absolutely. You know. And, um, you know, we use the term letting go, but we don't necessarily have to let go. We just got to switch the head. Switch you know, road. put on a different head. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because now when your kids are grown, you know, I think it's very 
um, important to respect your kids' yes, adulthood. That's right. You know, because so I do. So used to being in that parent. Exactly. Said, so Samara has her own place. I go, oh, I knock on the door. Mm-hmm. I have a key, but I don't use it. I have to knock on the door, you know. And right. When I go and see my son, I. It's out of respect. You know, it's out of respect because this is their. They're adulting. Yeah. They're adulting. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. No, I haven't got it yet. My, my kids are 16 and 12, so I haven't reached that point yet, y'all. Yeah. Oh, I got two kids, two girls, and Tanya. I have one girl and two sons. Just for y'all who don't really know. Yeah, and I have four, two boys and two girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 27, 25, 21, yeah. and 12. <laughs> and 12. Yeah. And 12. I got my daughter's 23. Uh, my oldest son is 22, and my youngest son is currently 19. Right. And he's 20. So, yeah, um, it's definitely a different task um, as far as to dealing with them when it comes to adulthood. <laughs> you know, like, oh gosh, like, um, do you think, let me just ask this do you think your parenting is, um, do you think your parenting is um, completely unorthodox or is it, is it, <laughs> and I ask that because, you know, how we have conversations on the back end or um, is it traditional? A combination of both, but more un- unorthodox mm-hmm. for me than it would be for traditional. And, um, but I started off traditional. traditional, right? I started off traditional. And when I say that it's because you think that your kids is going to finish high school the regular way they're going to go through school. Now, of course, you 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 expect some bumps in the road, but I expect no major bumps. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get through school. You want your kids to go to college. You know what I'm saying? And you want to have good careers and, and take off and soar, you know, in the world. It didn't go that way for me and mine. <laughs> we took a whole well, different I'm, direction. And I'm referring to the traditional as far as, like, you know how um, I think we had a conversation on a previous podcast episode where you were saying that there was an incident that took place where um, I believe one of your yeah. kids was, you know, speaking to you in a certain way. Yeah, I, and I yeah, so I was referring to like that in itself, like because normally in the traditional way, you was yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, don't raise your voice at me, you know, don't talk to me this way, Pretty much you know. That yeah, at, well, yeah, and you're more lenient to towards that. Um, I don't know if this how do you think it's traditional? Uh, I was. I think mine was traditional. Traditional upbringing for your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you think? I think I think it started off um, traditional, um, and I'm still traditional, but <laughs> yeah, it's some things that, like, especially when it comes to communicating, because again, I have to. I start, and what I do is I always think back to when I was a child mm-hmm. and the things that I wasn't allowed to do, or the things that you know. Um, I wish I could have done. I wish I could have had an open forum with being able to talk to my mom. You know what I'm saying? Without, when I ask why, it's because I said so. You know, I pretty much, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, tell me why. And let that why be okay, you know, with me asking you why. No, it's not that I'm, you know, being disrespectful. I I just want to know, like, you know, I want to know details. So... Mm-hmm. Okay. We have comments. Um, May May Tyler. Hey, Boo. <laughs> hey, Jay. She, she, I'm still at work, Mommy. I called this one girl, ma'am, and she got mad because it made her feel old. But she laughed because I'm um, sorry, my bad. I just have manners. 
Well, yeah, I mean, and people do. Some people do take offense to the ma'am thing, and 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 I raised. I, that's my daughter, y'all, by the way. And I raised her like that. That goes back to that traditional thing. I was brought up, you know, right. traditionally. And um, my grandmother always, yes, you better, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, coming up in here. So that's what that's what I taught my children. So um, she's saying that she said that to somebody, and they got upset with her. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell her to not say it if they upset with it, and you don't want, they don't want to be said. Yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, too, then refrain from doing it to that individual. Individual. Absolutely. But, respect yeah, respect their wishes. Right. Absolutely. And um, I'm to, they, my kids don't have to use a yes, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. They, they, I would appreciate if you use a yes or no, mm -hmm. but you ain't got to put the ma'am on there. Right. But they have a tendency to do it, most likely, with the older people. When I say older people, like grandmothers, because they may not be like, yes, ma'am, to my sister. They'd be a yes, yeah, auntie. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, saying something to that extent, but I'm not big on that. But, you know, I have a different, um, <laughs> um, you know, when it comes to respect, yeah, uh, you know, when it comes to respect, um, some things has has changed for me. And that was due to that experience yeah. that you were saying, because you do start off as, well, for me, like I said, I started off as traditional, but I'll, I'll remind you guys of this situation. It was a situation I had my son and he had did something <laughs> That um, you know, I felt like he should apologize for. Um, and I never had an issue where my kids wouldn't apologize, but it had been maybe like a day or two, it had been some time that had passed, and he hadn't apologized. And I wanted to know why he apologized. So I went in and I approached him and he said that he didn't feel like he needed to apologize. Um, it was a uh it was a um a conversation that we had where I felt like he was being disrespectful, so that I'll leave. Because like, I, I forgot to put that in there. So when I went to him and I felt like I feel like you need to apologize, and I feel like he was being disrespectful. He was like, Well, Ma, I don't feel like I was being disrespectful. Mm -hmm. What do you mean you don't feel like he was being disrespectful? And something just clicked, you know, because I've never had a problem with being corrected, no matter whom the correction comes from. It could be a kid, it could be, you know, someone my age or, or older. I accept correction from wherever it comes. But I decided to out, you know, listen to him. And right. he explained it to me why he felt like it wasn't disrespectful. And all I can do is say, how can you make someone say that they were disrespectful if they didn't feel like it was disrespectful and then he told you why he felt like it wasn't disrespectful? Mm -hmm. So once he explained his side, I was like, well, I guess it ain't disrespect if you've seen it from that perspective. Now, if you had that perspective and you still did something contrary to what you would consider respect, then at that point he wouldn't be disrespectful. But he wasn't in his mind or what this definition that he had for respect. So I don't feel like you can tell someone that they're not being respectful that they don't feel like it's disrespect. So, um, and it wasn't so far out of bounds without going into details about what the conversation was. So, you know, I accepted that. I think, it, and, and I, I mean, the underlying issue for me is, you know, it's not so much of what you say is how you say it. You know, in a conversation, um, I, I listen to people conversation and I could say the same thing to you um, and you'd be receptive to it. But I have more of a mellow tone with talking to you about it and then go over here and fuss and this person because they're going to feel like they're under attack. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's more or less even um, with the kids, you know, when you talking to them, if you're talking to them, you know, where it's not so aggressive and like you're attacking them, but you're, talking to them in a way in which they will be able to understand what it is that you want, whatever it is the conversation may be that you want them to have understand, then I think it's more of 
more of a reception for them to be able to receive what it is that you're saying, because otherwise it's going to feel like you're attacking them and they shut down. That's just my, my opinion, because I know I did like, and I look, you just have to deal with everybody with how they want to be dealt with. I, 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 I bet. I mean, I bet the difference for that because again, going back to how I was brought up a lot of yelling, a lot, a lot, a lot of yelling, you know what I'm saying? Like unnecessarily, like, I would have been, yeah, it was definitely unnecessary because I can't, I can't really comprehend when you're doing all that yelling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't really grasp what it is that you're trying. I know you upset, but at the same time, I think that the message will come across much better if you allow yourself to calm down. That's what I have to do. That's one of the things that I have learned to do as far as being unorthodox is allow myself to calm down and then revisit, you know what I'm saying, the situation. But everybody's not going to bring a calm to you. So you also have to learn how to uh, communicate with a person who ain't going to quiet down. Like at some point, I mean, because, you know, and I want to give Tasha a chance to talk um, because at some point you have to learn how to deal with people. You're going to deal with different type of personalities in this world. Mm -hmm. They're not going to all be you. And, you know, my sister has helped me in this process, to be honest with you, because, you know, you, you're busy living you. You're busy being you. So when you come into contact with other people, I used to say to my sister all the time, like, I don't understand why they didn't do they this. They not like, you, Why would they not? Why would they? Okay, <laughs> even if I get that, I, I know they said this and I know they did this, but how do not something just clicking them to be like, yeah. I used to, it used to be a conversation back and forth. Yeah. Just like, Tanya, everybody is don't not like you. you. Yeah, like, absolutely. everybody's not going to function like you. And even though you may know that, right. You don't really grasp it because you always talking about what somebody else did and you don't understand why they did this. You don't understand why they moved this way. So we say a lot with our mouth, but we don't realize that we're, we're it's like we're contradicting ourselves when right. we have conversations about other people. Business. So that's what I'm saying. You have to learn how to deal with the person who you're currently dealing with and not as a whole. Everybody's not going to function the same way is all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to give you a chance to... Um, what was the question? <laughs> we was just. I don't know what the question. I don't know what the question was. It a question or we just thought just <laughs> generally talking. I didn't think it was yeah, we were like generally this. talking. I was just talking about the. I was. Oh, I was talking about an experience where we um, where it was a little where it became a little bit unorthodox from traditional to unorthodox. Mm -hmm. Tisha told me it was about another David's name and everything, but. He then, um, when he felt like he wasn't being disrespectful, and I felt like he was. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was saying that I mostly be a tradition. Mm -hmm. I raised my children and said, Yes, ma'am. I was uh, not to talk back. Yeah. What we say is fine. Yeah. What, what we say go. Yeah. So you never had an open forum. You never adjusted in no well, way. Well, we tried to. You know, we did that later. Like we, well, I guess yeah. Because as they get old, uh, older, mm -hmm. and like I said, my kids are older. So yeah, you have to change. You have to change from traditional because things are changing. Mm -hmm. They thinking now for themselves. Yeah, yeah. So I can see shot challenging changing. you. Well, not you know, not challenge you, but you it's know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I'm standing up <laughs> to discuss his point of view. You yeah. ra ra raised him to have a voice. To have a voice, and yeah. why should you not use it with you? Sometimes, sometimes it's not. Yeah, like traditional it, word for you. Traditional word for me. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Each one of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Absolutely. And um, I'm going to ask you guys a question, but yes, I did tell my kids to, I'm very big on them. I probably didn't use the term having a voice, mm -hmm. but you know, I'm definitely very big on God. So whatever it is that he tells you or leads yeah. you to do it, what you believe in your heart that the Lord has told you, I don't care who it is, be it your mama, right. your daddy, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, God comes first in my, for me. Right. And, you know, whatever in me is all you can give. So that's what I've given to my kids is what's in me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they either pick it up or they go their own way. So that's they picked it up. So, you know, you, you have to go with what the Lord is leading you to do. Right. So that allowed them to have a voice. Because, you know, when you're always in the parenting mode, no, it's like you just said, no, it's no, because I said, so I don't have to explain this. I, don't, I said, you can't go, no, I, you know, all of that is what we do. But how can a kid ever voice their opinion unless you give them an opportunity, an opportunity to yeah. speak, yeah. you know, without it being disrespectful? So it's always changing. Parenting, mm -hmm. yeah. parenting skills, your struggles will always change. I couldn't wait to say that. What? No, that but you I said, said it. so. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said so. Bottom line. But I have a question for you, ladies. So, what is one of the, uh, what are what what are the benefits of being a mother? Like, what does a mother bring to the table in this thing we call parenthood? Like, what do you what what can you as a woman as a mother give to your child that you think comes from women and not men? A roof over their head and food on the table. I'm just messing with you. Um, well, you just explain experience. your terms because I, I do think a man giving it their own way, but yeah. give that mother ass. You know what I'm saying. More of a, I think, <laughs> think, think that um, we're more of a, well, as a woman, me, I'm more of a nurturer. You know, I bring that nurturing to um, my kids. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know what else. What, what else do I bring to them? <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot of things, but I they can't really them, think. They got, uh, you, you, you can't think? Um, I got to be quick on feet. <laughs> Um, I do. Um, you think you finish? No, you go ahead. I can. Um, I keep thinking. I can <laughs> come back. Yeah, come back. Go time. Of course, um, nurturing, patience. Mm -hmm. That a man don't bring. Oh, I say you can. I mean, should not touch. You know, when it comes to delegating or, or relinquishing uh, to the to the man or to the father, do you think that there responsibilities? Are yeah, there's responsibilities in within the household or just anything. Do you think that there are certain maybe, things that a woman shouldn't touch that's for the man? Let, let him handle that. Mm. And if so, what? <laughs> but some women will just leave the discipline to the man. You know, mm -hmm. they might not. What your daddy come home, you know? Mm -hmm. A lot of people do that. Your daddy gonna beat your ass. <laughs> I mean, I would, I, it's nothing that I would leave per se um, altogether to the man, but I do know that I feel like if it has gotten to a point where when discipline um, has gotten to a point where I, it's, you know, it's out of control, like what I'm doing and what I'm saying. And I don't have, I'm, it's like, like I don't felt like I don't lost control of it. Then, you know, I'll delegate that, but I wouldn't just all together. Just be like, okay, you just, you there's, do the discipline. Just from the yeah. Daddy, yeah. Know. It's nothing that I would just give that I would just give. Ellie did the discipline. He did? He did the discipline. Yeah. He did the discipline. We did it together, but he probably never looked at the discipline. 
I do. I think because um, uh, fathering is a very important role. So when it comes to uh, certain things like uh, teaching them how to um, uh, do yard work or teaching Definitely. them certain uh, things when it comes to things that I think a, uh, a man just does naturally or mm-hmm. um, um, it's, yeah, it's good. I, I, that didn't even come to my mind, but yeah, that's really good. Yeah, fix, fixing the car and, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. So I, Those yeah. things are yeah. definitely will be yeah. delegated, given to the man. Okay, we have some comments. So going back to the the five love languages, Akila said y'all should do the whole show on that. Oh. Just take a portion of it. Okay. And uh, she said the man usually handles you know like the trash. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Franklin. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. She said it's talking about your childhood versus your kids' childhood. Something you speak about. Example, broken relationships or situations that you might have went through that you want to prevent them from going through. I don't been there, done that. You need to listen to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I definitely would uh, open, you know, make an open forum for that conversation, especially if they're in their older ages. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So because I think younger, they really wouldn't understand. You know what I'm saying? That's not a conversation to be had with. A seven year old, I'm saying, you'll know, yeah, definitely. But, um, absolutely, absolutely. And I was even gonna mention, you know, I think that as um mothers, have you ever, you know, just really set your kids down and introduce the topic sex to them, like yes. went into conversation, like yes. in depth with your kids about sex? Because a lot of times I think what we do is we allow the school and what they see and hear from friends teach your kids. As far as sex, I wish I would have had, you know, someone to tell me the ins and outs and the details and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I learned everything along the way. But if, I mean, if you really like have that conversation, it, you will see initially it will become uncomfortable. Like when you sit down, because I was very uncomfortable. Me being a parent, you know, having a conversation and them being the listeners, you can see in their facial expressions and everything, you know, they don't want to hear. But as you continue, you know what I'm saying, down the path of having discussions, you know what I'm saying, it kind of loosens the conversation up, you know. But it brings and it sheds a lot of light and stuff that, you know, the teachers, when they're doing that, that set, what is it, sex ed or whatever they have, um, in school, you know, it's stuff that they're not teaching you, we can give to them. You know what I'm saying? So, have you, as a mother, like had that conversation time ago? Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> we got. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> um, yes, I had a whole conversation. We did a whole about books, sat down. And you did well because we got it. I got it from um, um, the Huxtables. Wow, I mean, Claire Huxtable <laughs> mm-hmm. did with the girls when they had the cycle. Yeah, that you made it a whole day and you talked, you know, you, you talked about it because you know it was coming. Yeah, but then on that day, mm-hmm. you have a day, you had a we did that. Yeah, day. I did that. a book, like, yeah. No, I haven't sat down and had a sex talk, that sex talk, like the sex education plans with my kids. No, no, I did that with Samara, I didn't do that with the boys. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I didn't. Um, I kind of took it on as it went, to be honest with you. But as they, um, yeah. 
I love that show. Um, I love Bill Cosby and that show, and I put a comment on. I'm sorry, it's off track. It's fine. I want to go to Spelman. Really? I don't know what I was going to do when I got there, but you had your time going. I'm going to spell because I think that's probably the colors that I had in my mind. But as far as to my answer, because I know we're coming close to having to wrap up. No, I didn't. I kind of, um, like, as I said, I addressed it as it went. But along the way, as parenting, I used to teach my daughter, uh, like, things as far as how a woman should handle herself. Yeah. yeah. Not so much on the hygiene, but uh, not being promiscuous with certain things that we do and how to carry yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and all those things. I used to have conversations with her like that. And I used to have a different conversations with my sons. Like, I was always big on, um, because my husband and uh, Kwanisha and dad is two totally different dudes. So they live two totally different lives. And my kids were privy to both of them. And, um, you know, I just wanted my sons to make sure that they didn't do multiple girlfriends. So I used to harp on that. Wow. wow. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I didn't necessarily have the sex conversation, um, like educational wise, but I did explain. I had a conversation with the sons about the condoms and all of that. You know, had a discussion around. Making sure that they always yeah. keep them in their wallet and all that, all that good stuff. And did they take it? I think. <laughs> I think in the beginning they did. I thought that was funny. But, but I really think that it's important that. Was, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was. I thought it was funny how you talk you say you taught your boys not to be permission not have that many girlfriends. Yeah. Right. And I was telling Darius he should have a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> get about your sister. Get your sister no. Don't be so serious. It's too serious. You're yeah. too young. Live your life. No. And I, I used to tell my mom you should have not just one card. You should have six cards. No, I told oh, them and if you because if you ready to card cards. She, like, she get one card from one guy get one ten. Oh card okay. 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 I know what you have six of them. Yeah. You know, I never promoted that because I felt like, you know, just like I tell my daughter, like, you why you ain't got, you know, I probably don't follow his advice, but I gave it. And um, <laughs> so I don't need to hit that part of the conversation. So, right. like, mm-hmm. you know, because based upon those conversations, they call, they want the advice or whatever. Like, why are you still in that relationship, girl? Move on. Like, you 12, you're 18 years old. You're 20 right. years old. Like, you got a whole life to live. Like, right. move on. You got know how many options you got out here. Like, keep them open. And if you want to date, I mean, because I feel like you can date. I don't think that you should have sex with all of them. Right. You know, like they might be a little bit more open to, you know, like this generation might be a little bit more open to that. But I definitely wouldn't advise you to do that. I still think your pocket book is special. But, <laughs> you know, so don't be more right getting everybody. So I feel like don't waste your time. Move on. Don't be so serious or don't try to force something to work. You're too young for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I say that because I got married really young. And I say that with my sons, too. Like, when you feel like if you want to be with somebody else, bro, you're not married. Like, I'm hard on it. Y'all are not married. Move on. Yeah. So I'm, I'm big on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't get a thousand. Do one at a time. If you want to do one a week, I don't even know how often you do it. Doing it at a time. Now, hey, one of them ain't. Well, I ain't gonna say they didn't. So we're wrapping up. Yeah, hello, Angel. 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 Hello
Pulling the plug, girl. All right, so we'll get some final thoughts. You said you wanted me to start, Natasha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <coughs> motherhood in a, in a nutshell. I don't know because we're a very vital part when it comes to parenting. Um, I love mothering, man. It's a joy. It's a hassle too, but it's definitely a joy. So I think that you um, should embrace the experience. Don't don't think everything is just gonna be straight and narrow. Just be open minded and do everything that you do a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just piggybacking yeah, off of her the voice, <laughs> Tanya. <laughs> piggybacking off of her. Um, yeah, I definitely love um, being a mother. Um, being able to take care of uh, two individuals has been a blessing to me. Um, but there is no instruction book, manual, whatever you want to call it, about being a mother, you know, you take the good with the bad and, you know, you just keep pressing forward out, you know, you just, every day you learn it, every day you learn it. And once you become a mother, you never stop. Yeah. You never stop. You never give up. So, um, don't be too hard on yourself when things don't go the way. Absolutely. Because I, I, I ran into that, you know, so, so don't be so harsh on yourself because it's just certain things you see that you just had no control of it. But now I said, I, before I got there, I just wanted to get better than to my final. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> My bad. I'm, I'm, she can't. Go ahead. If yes. you don't say that, I'll let you finish. I was just, I was gonna say again. I, I enjoy. I love being a mom. Yeah, I love yeah. being a mom. Yeah. I love everything about it. I love to, yeah. to be patient. I, I, love watching you. I, I think she really enjoyed. I, I, I love that. Seriously. I love that. It, it, <laughs> I it, everything. You. Always are, you know, praising or looking up to. Don't, you know, don't look down on that child and make that child feel bad and be like, oh, you should be like, you know, why you ain't like, and you know what I'm saying? Allow that child to be who that child is and love that child where that child is at. Yeah. Period. Because well, I, I think what, when, because the kids are so different, you know, we all kind of look at it like we're favoring one kid more than the other. But being that they're all different, you know what I'm saying? You have to. Some kids require a little bit more in this area and vice versa. So don't let nobody make you feel like you got a, a right. favorite. You if know what I'm saying? Because for you and keep your it, house, exactly. keep it going. Keep it moving. Everybody got an opinion about something. Yeah. Something like eight, mothers eight, keep mothering. Everybody got That's our advice to you. Keep mothering. Keep your foot to the plow. 
do not give up. Reach out to another mother. Whatever you got to do to make sure that you guys keep this thing moving. And until next, oh, follow us. Follow us, guys. Follow us on Instagram at Spoken With Purpose 3. You can also follow us on both of our Facebook pages, which is one spoken W Purpose. Mm -hmm. The other one is Spoken With Purpose. Mm -hmm. And then we also um, have a YouTube channel, Spoken With Purpose Podcast. We need to start updating that. You'll see more of that. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and you share, comment, all of that. Like our stuff. Um, What else we got? Oh, the podcast. Make sure you listen to it on all of the um, streaming services. We got Apple Podcasts. We got um, Anchor. All of them. iCloud. Yeah. Check us out, y'all. We air well. We out. I missed this. So, um, <laughs> hmm? what else do you mention? Share? Yes. Yeah. Jakevia. Oh, Tasha, do you stop? This Jakevia person, she's a new viewer, apparently, but um, yeah, she done asked about three more questions about shit y'all ain't even talking about.